building entire and just crushed and crumbled. I'm not sure if it's safe to report from my vantage point. I I really need to leave. So the fences informed me that the surrounding areas are, are in ruin. I I see some people running now. And the opinion of this reporter, if this nation or in fact the world ever needed heroes, that time is now. That time is now. Shag is off this week, so I thought, since the Aquaman movie is coming down the pike, it would be a good time to go way back, way, way back to the 1940s and talk about the Golden Age Aquaman stories from More Fun Comics. We did this once two years ago, and my host uh, back then was with me was the biggest Aquaman fan I know, the host of the unofficial Aquaman website, Laura Jovag. Hi, Laura. Welcome back. Hello. Nice to nice to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you back. It's been two years. I didn't intend it to be that long since you were <laughs> on, because I really enjoy talking about these old stories, especially since most of them are still unavailable. We can get to that in a moment about how yeah. geez, most of these things are still not available in any form. Uh, but it, also, they're just a lot of fun. And yeah, I guess, as I said, you are the biggest Aquaman fan I know. You've been running the unofficial Aquaman website for how long now? Oh, geez. I don't know. 20 years? 20 years. Wow, At my goodness. 20. <laughs> At least 20 years, yeah. Your your site predates the shrine and has outlasted it because I retired the shrine last year. So well done, my friend. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the last episode that Laura and I did, we covered Aquaman in more fun numbers 74 and 75. And this time we're going to do a couple more stories. So we're going to go a little quicker because we want to encapsulate more fun issues numbers 76 through 81, plus a bonus story, which we'll get to uh, as, as we go. And why we're covering that many, uh, we'll get to again at the end, because uh, this sort of 81 marks uh, the end point for a certain uh, uh, historical marker in, in Aquaman's career. So, more fun number 76. Uh, all these stories are simply titled Aquaman. They don't have individual uh, right. titles. They're all by Mort Weinziger and Paul Norris. So, the first one starts off the set, Aquaman, more fun number 76. Um, Aquaman is told that a ship... That 
that uh, a Navy ship that sinks contains valuable jewels from three countries, and some Navy divers are prepared to go down and retrieve them. Aquaman is told to talk to Captain Scover, who doesn't seem too keen on Aquaman's input. In fact, after Aquaman tells him that he believes the ship was sunk on purpose, Scover tries to have Aquaman arrested. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman, now back under the seawater, sees one of the Navy divers looking for the jewels, but he also sees something else inside a giant red, almost robot-like metal suit attack the Navy diver from behind. Aquaman steps in, uh, or swims in. The man in the metal suit gets away while Aquaman is busy rescuing the wounded diver. He sends the diver to the surface, then resumes a search for the jewels. Surprisingly, inside the sunken ship, he sees an airtight cabin featuring a young man who doesn't look like he's in any hurry to escape, sitting with the jewels. <laughs> Aquaman tries to rescue who he assumes is the cabin boy when he's grabbed by a giant metal claw from above. He's dragged to the surface where Captain Scover is all too quick to accuse Aquaman of the sabotage. Aquaman thinks he's figured something out, but Scover has a bunch of his men jump him and throw him inside a decompression chamber. Once trapped, they start sucking the air out of the room. Aquaman grabs the lone air pipe, using it to break off a panel in the wall and bust out. Now free, he jumps back into the sea, comes back onto the ship, and finds that he has evidence that proves that Captain Scover is behind all this, all this thievery, and Captain Scover is arrested. Aquaman is offered a reward, but he decides he tells uh, the crew divide the proceeds up with the men, and he takes off. So, uh, <laughs> what do you think of this one, Laura? Uh. The story itself makes absolutely no sense. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he, he comes on the ship as it's sinking and then goes up to the surface and the rescue ships are already there. And then who has a watertight compartment in their ships where, where the cabin boy can sit? I mean, that's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely goofy, but it's, it's helped along because the art is just gorgeous. I mean, the design of the, the, the red diving suit I love robot that thing. guy. I love that robot it's just with the claw awesome. hands and everything. Yeah. The claw hands and the action scene with him fighting it in, in one panel, his Aquaman's head is in shadow and it's just, your murder plan is all wet, he says, as he literally flips the robot over, the, well, the, the diving suit, it turns out to be a diving suit. But, you know, it's just, the story itself is absolutely ridiculous. And the idea that there's already a salvage crew ready to go after the ship and it's as it's sinking, kind of um, hints at the the actual end of the story because it's the the guy who's the captain of the salvage crew, a salvage ship that's that's um, behind it all, sort right. of. Except that doesn't make sense either because he's always ordering his guys to go go get this, go get Aquaman and stuff. But wouldn't the crew be in on it if they were part of the if he'd sh sunk the ship? I mean, it just well, that's true. Yeah, maybe he's lying to them about what they were doing. That's, yeah, know. and then also he kills. Uh, a knife in the back of the diver who's who's surrounded by people. Well, there's only so many people who could have killed him. <laughs> wow. And the, this story ends like a lot of them will end where Aquaman, like people want Aquaman to, to hang around. And he with just them, takes off. And he just takes off. He's divided amongst the honest men who work to raise the wreckage. Goodbye. And the guy's like, what, what kind, of, kind of a person is Aquaman? Does he stay, Does he stay under the ocean? <laughs> Okay. Yeah, Aquaman doesn't want to hang around with everybody. I think that's very, very funny. So yeah, it's 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 very dialogue heavy. Um, oh yes. But it but it moves at a very fast pace. And the, you mentioned the sequence with the diving guy is really well done. Like it's really well executed by Paul Norris. There's there's actually quite a bit of really good art. I mean, he's he's in a lot of great poses throughout the whole story. Yeah. So it's it's a very a very pretty story. And I like when he uses the uh, the sharks to, oh, yes. uh, to help push in the wreckage. And you have the shot of him waving his arm, and there's like four sharks pushing it. To give it a, that, give it a really push great. upward, yeah. Yeah, that's really, really, very nice. Yeah, Paul Norris really gave these things some great love. I love also Aquaman when he when he uses the pipe to bust through the hull. That, that panel of him popping out where he's like, now 
into the open yes. and he's just <laughs> sticking his way through the wreckage. I just, it looks fantastic. Yes. It is an excellent. Yeah. It's a really visually lot. excellent story. Yeah. Really a lot of the, the plot. Yeah. But the visually it's beautiful. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll move, we'll move right on to Aquaman. I keep saying Aquaman. It's more fun. Number 77. Again, this is just called Aquaman. Yeah, we, we call it Freedom of the Seas because that's the first line. Oh, look, yeah, that's right. It does say Freedom of the Seas. That it's, it's, well, uh, when, I was, when I was doing indexing with the Grand Comics database, we, we had to put story names of some sort. So uh, the, the uh, previous story was The Sinking Ship because that was about, it was about a sinking ship. But this one, it actually says Freedom of the Seas first. So when, when we put a title in, that's what we put in as the, the placeholder title. Ah, makes total sense. I do love the opening scrawl where it says, Freedom of the Seas, that is what Aquaman fights for against the blackest hearts and greediest souls ever developed by piracy and cruelty. On the crest of the wave or in the deepest hole of ocean's bottom, Aquaman is champion. Champion, that yes. Like that could have been the opening opening scroll to the cartoon. You could hear Ted yes. Knight doing that. Oh, yes. That would have been cool. So, and in this one, oh, we God. get the return of... That's right. We have our return of Blackjack, everybody's favorite <laughs> doofus villain. It's as after just one issue away, the pirate Blackjack is back, here trying to pull off yet another heist and running afoul of that seagoing superhero Aquaman. Blackjack is dressed as the Raja of June that his eye patch is part of his costume. He actually just wears it. Uh, um, otherwise, he's drawing way too much attention to himself. Uh, the turban, the eye patch, there's a lot going on here. Anyway, <laughs> Blackjack and one of his century kidnap a senator's daughter. The other knocks her companion into the drink. Aquaman rescues him. Aquaman gets the young man to safety and hatches a plan. Meanwhile, Senator Burton meets with the Raja, wondering what happened to his daughter. The Raja pleads ignorance and offers to help with research, with the search, I'm sorry, which mollifies the police officer the Senator brought with him. But in secret, the Raja suggests he might just know where the Senator's daughter is. If the Senator, who just happens to be in charge of the Waterways Committee, offers to give the Raja some, assist- some assistance with some secret shipping enterprises. The senator is aghast, but agrees to go along with the Raja's plot in fear for his daughter's life. Meanwhile, Aquaman sneaks aboard Blackjack's ship undercover, and he kicks butt while wearing a tux, which is fantastic. <laughs> unfortunately, Aquaman, Aqu- unfortunately, a Blackjack comes in, distracting Aquaman long enough for another of Blackjack's goons to hit him on the head, knocking him out. The second of many hits Aquaman's head will take during this era. <laughs> They dump him in the ship's furnace, where the massive heat quickly weakens our hero. He manages to use the flames to burn a hole in the bulkhead, which is made of wood, stumbling into where the senator's daughter is held. Once he explains who he is and that he's here to rescue her, the young woman also helps out. The fire squad quickly spreads, seeking Blackjack's ship. People jump into lifeboats, and Blackjack grabs the last one, punching out one of his henchmen to get it. Aquaman and Dawn jump into the water, and Blackjack sees her. Even though he's lost a fortune with the ship going down in flames, he figures he can cut his losses by at least killing the young witness. Which, <laughs> which, does, which as you imagine, does not quite work out because Aquaman gets the drop on him. Aquaman pushes the boat. He says, now to burn those miles to shore. He pushes the boat back to shore. The senator and the daughter are reunited, and Blackjack is arrested. Uh, the senator says, congratulations, Aquaman. Are you coming home with us? Aquaman says, thank you, no. I'm going, to, going home to my own home, the open sea. So, uh, okay. I, I yeah. just have to say that near the end of the story when, when Blackjack's on the, the, the little life raft and Dawn swims up to him and says, please save me. I'm just, I just die every time I read that because it's so funny. Please save me, she's saying to the guy that kidnapped her. Blackjack is not 
the most effective villain in the world. I, I, you, you wonder how he got the ship. <laughs> and it must have been a really, really crappy ship if Aquaman could burn through the, the bulkhead that easily. I mean, it, it had to have been barely seaworthy. I like in that one on page five uh, where it says he wakes up at the furnace and he says, they want the fire. They want fire to finish me. And what is it? It may... It may free me. It may free me. There it is. It's hard to see the word. He's literally sticking his hand into the open and flame. into the fire. Yes. Oh, my well, Lord. Well, he is wearing gloves, at least. So. He's wearing his yellow gloves. That's true. I, I'm, I'm also amused. Between page four and five, his, his tux gets completely ripped to pieces. He looks great. It's very James Bond, you know, where he's uh, kind of undercover in his... In his undercover nice... and beating guys up. He looks great. Yeah, he looks fantastic. Again, once again, Paul Norris does a great job. I love on panel six, the panel where he's swinging... The, uh, the 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 club or whatever he's using, and just the movement that Paul yes. Nurse gives it, where she's like, "Quick, the fire's growing!" And he's like, "I'll smash away for it." It's like he looks, it looks really cool. Again, Norris is looks, doing such a great yeah, job. The movement is there, and yeah. sometimes in the Golden Age stuff, they didn't really have the the movement down quite quite there. And sometimes it was more like a pose, but that one that one definitely has the movement. And I like in that in the end where Blackjack decides, like I said, to cut his losses, and he's just going to shoot. He's just going to shoot her. <laughs> he's pointing the gun like right at her head. He's like, "I." can't let you survive to bear evidence against me and the gun is about three inches from and i love way in the back and you just see aquaman angrily swimming towards him like this so is such wait. a great shot yeah <laughs> and a- then and then blackjack blub yeah <laughs> he really is such a lame villain i mean it did you know i i know they were trying to give him you know to give aquaman their own version of lex luthor or the joker or repeating character yeah but, but he's, he's just not a, anywhere yeah, he's such a phoebe <laughs> and like his his final panel he just goes bah He's just <laughs> mad as he's under arrest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I I I do like this one, despite some. I mean, burning through a bulkhead. Come on, Aquaman. He sets the whole boat on fire. At least they acknowledge that he set the boat on fire. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> I, I I like the expansion of of having him go underwater, undercover in the text. Like it's it's very secret yes. agent kind of thing and. Uh, but again, it's that same ending of people just want Aquaman to, to stay and hang out with them. And he's like, no, 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 back to the oh, open seas. I'm, I'm going away. I'm going antisocial. Away. Yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. So it's a, it's a fun story. It's, it is a shame that I will say for as many appearances as Blackjack made, he really did deserve to get like his listing in who's who or something. Cause he made, yeah. he made a lot of appearance. I mean, I guess the fact that he never returned, there's never been like an earth one version or a modern version of blackjack. Well, although they're sort of a modern version. The now, sort of, sort of is now. Yeah. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to Dan Abnett. There is kind of a blackjack version. So, but yeah, that, it, it was, it was a surprise to me when I first started reading the golden age that he had an actual recurring villain and, and he actually has some recurring allies in some of the later stories too. And I, I was like, Really? I'd never even imagined that because they didn't they didn't translate over to the Silver Age and the Silver Age is the stuff I read first. So Yeah, yeah, it's very very it's uh, it they they really did build up a whole thing for him and then they just sort of scuttled it all over time and got rid of it I, all. I, I do have one question about this one that has always bothered me. Aquaman breaks through in this fire into Don's into Don's prison cell basically. Says is there water in the pitcher? Quick. And she throws it on Aquaman instead of the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What person would throw... Oh, is there water in the pitcher? I'm going to throw it at you? Wait, no. Wouldn't you throw it at the fire? Maybe she assumes that she needs this to build his strength, although nobody knows that but about But she Aquaman. doesn't necessarily know who he is, really. Right, I mean, he's just a guy. Who are you? Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. So, 
Well, I don't know. Dawn is pretty weird dumping the water on the guy instead of the fire. That's that's always bothered me about this story. <laughs> Mystery Lost of the Ages. So, yes. um, all right, well, we're going to move on to more fun comics number 78. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming this one is called the Sargasso Sea, right? In your Indeed. mind, because that's the first. Indeed. It says the Sargasso Sea, unfathomable wonder of the waters, a floating mass of entangling weeds that snares its ocean prey for all eternity and in, a, in its unknown heart is spawned a danger to the ocean lanes that only one mortal can meet and master, Aquaman. I love, again, I love I these intros. I love that opening splash. Yeah, more, more Weisinger, man. Good job. Really iconic Aquaman pose with the shield and the punch. That's yeah. just, I just love that. <laughs> He's fighting these frogmen kind of guys, and they got swords. It looks really cool. The yeah. swords, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it opens with uh, Aquaman gets a, 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 a floating bottle, and there's a That's message the inside bottle. the bottle, right? The classic, and it's somebody uh, looking for help. Aquaman, head, Aquaman heads for the Sargasso Sea, and off in the distance he spies a ship headed for the treacherous waters. He jumps aboard and speaks to the ship's captain, only to find the man frozen in place at the wheel. He searches the ship and finds the rest of the ship's crew in a similar state. What Aquaman doesn't see are two strangely garbed men garbed men watching him from above. They decide to try and capture him. Aquaman then falls overboard and sinks to the bottom of the ocean. After going through the extreme change in pressure, he awakens from the frozen state the liquid put him in, and he heads for the surface. He sees the two mystery men navigate the ship deeper into the Sargasso Sea, where there's a collection of other trapped ships. Aquaman doesn't like the Sargasso guy who seems to be running his own pirate kingdom down in the Sargasso Sea. One of the Sargasso's henchmen mentions that they almost captured Aquaman, and Sargasso is furious that they failed. He orders his other henchmen to spray one of their own and dump him into the drink, which they do. Aquaman rescues him, and the henchmen explain just how Sargasso has amassed such a collection. Aquaman realizes that the change of pressure makes the effect of the paralyzing liquid wear off. He swims under the boat carrying the captive sailors. They all fall into the ocean, where they awaken from their zombie-like state. Aquaman then leads them back, all back up to the ship, where he organizes attack on Sargasso and his men. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the boat explodes. The, uh, the Navy says, it's blown up. Wipe them all out. Aquaman says, yes. And torn a way through a snarling weeds of the open sea. Get some of these ships going. You're free. The ships are now free from the Sargasso Sea. They, they ask Aquaman, again, they're going to hang on. you want to hang out again? Aquaman says, I fight for the freedom of the seas, even freedom from tangling weeds. Goodbye now. And it ends with a final panel. It says, and it's just a close-up of Aquaman. Help to the deserving Punishment to the Wicked, What Next? Which is one of my all-time favorite Aquaman panels. Yes, it's really cool. This one, this one's pretty fun. It's got, you know, science-y kind of weirdness. It's got the weird frogman dudes. And I love I love when they first show up. There he is. I never believed the, those Aquaman yarns before. <laughs> I mean, it, it's obvious he's, his, his uh, reputation's beginning to spread a little now at this point. And um, they do try to capture him. And it's fun because the guy who who nearly kills him is the one who who tells him the whole story. He t- he turns the his attacker into an ally after Sargasso throws him away. Um, isn't it a little bit dangerous to take the sailors down that deep just to get their pressure different? I I would think so. Yeah. I in the one panel though he's tying a rope around all of the sailors so that he can pull them all up at once. I'm like, eh, well. How long did it take him? He must have gone really fast. So Sargasso is not the most imposing bad guy in the world, though. In his no, little, in his kind of like gold onesie and his crown that he's wearing, old man in a crown with a, a horrible mustache. Yeah. Yes, I mean at least at the very least, it's it's a sci-fi kind of concept. I mean, for, for most of the Aquaman stories are pretty 
They're just crime stories or adventures. Yeah. This actually does have like a fantasy sci-fi. It does element. have a little bit of fantasy sci-fi in it with the, the frogman and the, the gas spray that he developed from the seaweed somehow. I, I said that that final panel though. I want that. On, I got to put that on a T-shirt someday of just him. Yeah. Help to the deserving punishment to the wicked. What next? What next? Oh, I, I also like the previous page, the final panel. He's reversing the um, the engine, and he's got the. It just you can f- practically feel him pushing the 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 reverse on the the ship that that's going to blow up. It's he's just. It's just a nice image. I like the, the thunder back the way she came. I love it. it's just reverse ahead. Like it, ahead, the, yeah. Take a whole lot to operate in there, this but thing. it's not labeled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, another interesting thing is that the final panel, the the next issue panel, says Blackjack is coming back, but uh, that does turns out to not happen. No, it doesn't. That's. Uh, we're going to get to something in a moment about the weird scheduling of these things. But yeah, I wonder why they didn't. I guess they. I mean, something happened and it just didn't yeah, come out. <laughs> something happened. Yeah, maybe they, you know, they, I mean, they didn't tire of using Blackjack, but yeah, I don't know why they they had the little blur for Blackjack coming back next, but he does not. As uh, again, we'll talk about because that's more fun. Number 79. Uh, this story is which one? What, did, what would you call this one? Aquaman rules the waves? I mean, that's how it starts. Uh, they used the last two words in the, in the, box for this one so it's aquaman strikes aquaman strikes okay fair enough it's got a great splash page i really love this splash page of aquaman diving down uh these these guys are like skulking around these nazis are skulking around on this glacier and he's diving down very clear they're nazis yeah yeah, getting the drop on one of them that looks really cool i think it's and it's the sky is blood red it's a really interesting kind of color choice yeah the, the red sky and the blue blue waves and then the iceberg on the on the left side, just, yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So, yeah, this is more fun number 79. Uh, a man aboard a U.S. destroyer sees something strange and troubling, a gun barrel sticking out of an iceberg pointed directly at them. The gun fires, scoring a direct hit, sending the crew into the freezing water. Luckily, the men are saved by Aquaman, who piles them all into an ice flow and steers it towards land to safety. Yay, Aquaman! Aquaman hey. then turns around to investigate and sees a boat with some men in it looking for survivors from the ship. Aquaman is led to a Nazi commander's office. Inside is a man named Hauptmann. Hauptmann asks Aquaman questions about the destroyer, but Aquaman won't answer. Hauptmann doesn't like Aquaman's insolence and slaps the Sea King across the face, which is <laughs> which ends up being a very big mistake because Aquaman uh, returns the, uh, the when he slaps Aquaman, he says, "This is your payment," and Aquaman says, "And this is your change," and he belts the guy right back. That's pretty cool. Aquaman it's basically one of my, goes my favorite nuts. Nazi punching panels ever yeah in this page he basically just goes pardon my language he basically goes ape shit because he just starts just punching people left and right <laughs> and it, it ends with the one point where aquaman is straddling one guy and he's just beating him senses the guy goes hurry pull this madman off of me <laughs> that's fantastic um so one of the other nazis clunks aquaman on the back of the head with his rifle knocking him out once again hitting the head they tie him the up head. and put him in the hands of the little gremlinish nazi named krutz who was working on a heat ray Aquaman tries to find out how this phony iceberg, also Krutz's creation, works and compliments Krutz, which he falls for. Krutz then points his heat ray at Aquaman, who maneuvers himself so the ray slices off his chains, freeing him. Then he knocks out Krutz and takes control of the heat ray. Aquaman hotfoots it then, uh, then Aquaman hotfoots it out of there and stops the Nazis just as they're about to fire on another U.S. ship. The Nazis shoot at Aquaman, but he escapes outside. 
He then takes control of the giant lens perched atop the iceberg, another Crutz invention, and tilts it so the heat of the sun is reflected back at the iceberg, cracking it open. Don't ask, it works. As the iceberg <laughs> begins to sink, he tries to rescue Hatman, uh, but he sinks without a trace. Uh, the, the, uh, the Navy comes by and they find Crutz, who's floating in the water, and he says, My name is Crutz, I think, ha ha. And they put he's him. Gone nutso. He's gone nutso. And they basically uh, hand him a perpetual motion machine to keep him busy. The, the sailors are sort of remarking, like, oh, my God, what a weird weird guy we got here. And Aquaman sa- salutes and says, sail on, Americans. The sea lanes are open again. <laughs> a nice salute. With a nice salute. Yes. This is my favorite one so far. I absolutely love this story. I mean, I just love Aquaman being a complete animal when it comes to busting up Nazis. That is oh, so yeah. fun Oh, yeah, and he just, he just goes nuts. I mean, he just rips that ship apart, beats up on the Nazis, I, yeah, I love it. And um, he does attempt to save Hopman, but Hopman refuses and says, no, no, I'm the battleship is doomed. I'll go to destruction with it. And Aquaman says, that is the secret of his people's weakness. They dare not survive their cruel power. In other words, Hopman didn't want to face justice. He's When, when Aquaman says, I'm going to turn you over to the Americans, Hopman says, nope, I'm going to die instead. Because he did, he did not want to face justice for being a Nazi. Nazis are like that, yeah. Yeah, very much a war issue where the Nazis are are so bad. <laughs> yeah, I love the yeah. uh, the panel on page nine of it says the bullet pierces the bomb locker, plane hangar and crew were smashed by the explosion, and we literally see a guy being exploded out air, of his plane yep. in the air as Aquaman is now to find that cute lens that crutched it. Like he's not even paying attention <laughs> to that guy. I love that guy just float. He's going to just fall to his death. It's just fantastic. Yep. There's a, a massive death toll in these early stories. Yeah. I didn't even try to count them. <laughs> I mean, how many people crewed that, that iceberg battleship? <laughs> yeah, really? Now, I, do you do you agree, Laura, that I think the artwork looks a little different? For this it, does. it does. It does. Much, much smoother, a little bit more, a, a little bit less, um, a less dynamic in some ways, more dynamic in others. It doesn't look quite the same at all. Yeah, it's po- like it's, it looks a lot more polished. It's I'm, I'm wondering if he got a different inker or... Or something, because yeah. I know he did most of the, the penciling and inking when he started. I don't know if maybe, I don't know, the I'm coloring. Really, yeah, <laughs> and I really like it, though. I mean, I think it looks really beautiful. I mean, plus it's also just a fun story of, like, a floating Nazi iceberg. Like, that's it's, a great plot. With with a mad inventor on it. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, just classic. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely love that. So this is, yeah, this is my favorite one so far. I think it's just, it's got... It's got the World War II element, which I like, and it's got, as you mentioned, it's got a huge body count. But it just, and I just, Aquaman being like a, just like a real roustabout fighter, I, I really yes. enjoy that. I think it's really fun. And intelligent. I mean, he uses the heat ray to escape by moving around enough to, to make it cut his bonds. So it's just, he's, he's smart. He's doing the right thing. He's, you know, he saves the Americans twice. Mm-hmm. It's a good I love this. Yeah. Love this one. Yeah, really, really good one. So, now, strangely enough, Aquaman's next appearance uh, was not in More Fun Comics number 80. And I always assumed that it was. And then for, for years, I always assumed that it was. It was way before, like, I was consulting Mike's Amazing World. And then when, <laughs> when I was still running the shrine, I got an email from a phone member named Will Simmons who sent me scans of a one-off story from World's Finest Comics number 6 which was published between World's uh, More Fun number 79 and 80, which features a all-original Aquaman story by Mort Weinzinger and Paul Norris. I was like, what? 
why? And this is the only one that's in World's Finest. The only one. It just it just pops up the once. Yeah, I have no. I had no idea this existed, and so I'm baffled as to why why they did that. Like, if they had another story by by the by the team, why not just run it in more fun? Like that seems just weird to me. Like, were they were they testing the no pun the, no pun intended the waters to see if <laughs> Aquaman could be in two books at uh, in once? I don't know. It's very weird. I I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I do know that this is one of my favorites. Okay, this is called Zoo of the Deep, um, and, and again, it is a it is a lot of fun. Again, that another splash. That splash page of of Aquaman taking swimming around all the different uh, the creatures. Oh, the the multicolored oh. fish and stuff. Oh, they're beautiful and it's but, just gorgeous. We'll have scans of these stories on the website fireandwaterpodcast.com, so you can take a look at these. Because as Laura and I will talk about, these are still not available anywhere. So uh, in this story, um, aboard the poacher's boat, we see a man approached by an old associate of his, of his named Rogan, who was wanted by the police and claimed that his old partner, Piers, stole all his equipment and idea to create a quasi-underwater zoo. Piers denies this, but Rogan insists on being cut in on the action. Just then, some cops come a-knocking, and Piers hides Rogan inside his diving bell, which is then lowered into the water. The cops, finding nothing, leave, and Piers then tells his erstwhile partner that he plans to leave Rogan down in the bell long after his oxygen has been used up. That double-crossing rat! Hours pass, and Rogan begins to get weak. Aquaman spies the bell, and assuming Piers is inside, forces his way in. The bathosphere is pulled up, and when Piers and his crew see it's full full of seawater, they assume Rogan opened the hatch and drowned himself. They then see the body, and of course, assuming it's Rogan, drag it inside with plans to turn it over to the police for the reward. When Aquaman hears Piers' plan to continue robbing the seas after making good with the long arm of the law, he reveals his true identity. As Aquaman charges Piers, he hits a switch, opening a trapdoor which dumps the Sea King into a tank below. Aquaman, of course, escapes uh, the uh, escapes the death trap. He punches Piers. Piers gets grabbed by a stingray. Uh, Aquaman then dumps some electric eels on. <laughs> <laughs> on some of the bad guys, we watch them as they get zapped. Aquaman then takes control of the ship and heads out and frees all the uh, fish in the underwater in the uh, yeah in the underwater zoo. So uh, you said you like this one a lot. I do. I really enjoy this one. That the colors, the the very silly story. I mean, Aquaman runs into this poacher and he thinks he's going to kill Aquaman's friend. He's got a. Um, it actually says the specimen Piers is pursuing happens to be a close friend of Aquaman. So Aquaman has close fish friends. And um, <laughs> Aquaman's, what's the trouble, old fellow, running away from a shark, an octopus, or, oh, I see. And then he um, goes after the diver, who happens to be Piers. And it's it's just, it's fun, the idea that Aquaman's a close friend with this fish. I mean, it's just silly, <laughs> fun. And then Aquaman analyzes the 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 spear to find out what you know what's going on here and realizes he was going to capture it and not kill it and then has to go do some more investigations um he rescues wrote was it rogan i believe yeah i believe so yeah and takes him to his uh underwater headquarters where he's got radio television so he knows that rogan's a thief and a criminal and I just love how he turns the radio television around to show show Rogan, yeah, I know all about you. <laughs> and then he takes Rogan's clothes and goes into the bathosphere. That's just, it's so silly, and yet it's so much fun. And then um, the death trap is a stingray. 
the giant stingray, one of the most terrible of all sea creatures. I, I'm kind of sad for the, the stingray, though, because, uh, you know, Aquaman kills it. Yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, he he uses the stingray's sting against itself, and 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 I'm just like, dude, that's not cool. Yeah, no, Aquaman wouldn't do that. She, he shouldn't be doing that. And the electric eels, that's just yeah. <laughs> I love him standing idly by while Piers and Rogan get zapped by electric eels, and they're like, oh, and they're like, he's, they're they're meet they're, a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, meet a friend of mine. He's slippery, streamlined, and full of vibrant energy. <laughs> Aquaman does not care for you if you're a crook. Uh, oh, electric eels are not. Uh, they are so misunderstood in Aquaman stories. If they were really as cool as they are in Aquaman stories, we'd be using them for a lot more than just, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I, I also love that, that very last panel with all the fish going free, kind of going, mm-hmm. whoa, yay, we're free. So Outside, everybody. You're unconditionally outside. released from your, your <laughs> confinement. Yeah, it is, it is beautifully colored. I mean, it's, it's it's really like rainbow colors and very, very, very vibrant. The fish are exciting and interesting. And, you know, they only really show up in the beginning and the end, but they're, it's really cool to see them. Um, overall, yeah, it's I, I really like this one. And the fact that it just it's just out of nowhere in the middle of, of a world finest instead of more fun. Right, and the blurb even says, check him out in more fun comics. Maybe it was just a cross-promotion. Yeah, it's very strange. I never I never heard of this again until Will Simmons sent it to me. I had never knew this existed. So it was such a bonus. You know, it was like finding yeah. that your favorite band has an album you never heard of. You're like, you wait never a minute, heard of, what? Yeah, exactly. There's you know? another story? Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. So, yeah, I have no, no idea why they, why, they did, why they would have felt the need to bump this over to World's Finest. But, and he's not mentioned on the cover. On the cover of the book, it's just no, one of your no, typical isn't. Superman Batman covers. So yeah, he's just in there. So okay, glad to have it. You know, it was really this cool. this one actually does have a title. If you look at the the splash page, it, right, it the Zoo of the Deep, the Zoo right. of the Deep in quotes right. too. So yeah. that might be the first one that ever actually has a, an official title. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, beautiful stuff. So, uh, so right then, Aquaman went right back to more fun comics. Uh, this one is called The Scourge of the Seven Seas uh, because they, I mean, it literally does say it here. It says, and the adventure of the Scourge of the Seven Seas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, yay, Blackjack is back. Uh, <laughs> the, story, the story opens with Blackjack whiling away the hours in prison. Blackjack knows he can't jump the fence because it is electrified. So when no one else is looking, he knocks one guard onto it, zapping the poor guy into unconsciousness. He then turns to the other guards and says the unconscious one is held fast to the fence due to the current. If they turn it off, aha, they can free Uh him. The guards do this, and Blackjack punches them out long enough to hop the fence and escape. Uh, But you have to do more than just hop a fence to escape. This jail is on an island. That doesn't stop Blackjack, who leaps into the water. The guards call in Aquaman to help out, and he shows just—he shows up just in time to save Blackjack from a nosy shark. Seeing this is all a ruse, Aquaman heads back on the open sea to find... Uh, Blackjack. One guard asks who this Aquaman guy is, but luckily the prison has hired someone else to be in charge of exposition. Now, free, it only takes Blackjack a few weeks to get a job aboard a pleasure yacht, the hoity-toity owner hiring him because he looks picturesque, rather nautical. Of course, (laughs) it only takes Blackjack a few days to convince the other crewmen to mutiny, playing upon their resentments at being so underpaid, at least in relation to the Thurston Howell-esque owner named Van and his girlfriend Phyllis. The crewmen bonk Van over the head, dumping him into the ocean. Phyllis manages to let loose a rowboat, which Van uses to keep himself from drowning. Aquaman, via the help of a finny friend, hears about this and assumes that Blackjack must be involved. 
He finds Van and drags him into the rowboat after Blackjack. Meanwhile, Blackjack is busy ransoming his remaining prisoners, except that dirty scoundrel. He just takes the ransom money and splits. He steers the ship out to sea where, where he dumps the bodies. Their corpses won't bob up on shore. But Aquaman and Van catch up and sneak aboard. Blackjack points at Aquaman and basically tells his men, like, grab him. But they grab Blackjack instead as sort of, he says, uh, one says, quiet down, Blackjack. We're for Aquaman now. I've sailed the seven seas and I never have seen such a fighter. So they're totally on Aquaman's side. So they, they leave uh, Blackjack on this island. They re- leave him removed, re- marooned on an marooned, island. Marooned, yeah. yeah. And the, the other crewman says, stay aboard, Aquaman. Be our guest. We haven't thanked you enough. <laughs> and, of course, he says, don't try. You're out of trouble now, and I'll be on my way. And the, the last shot, of course, is him in the water taking off, sailing, set sailing for another adventure in more fun comics. So, all right, Laura, this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, the daring prison escape. Um that's actually kind of cool. I mean, he, he knocks a guard into the fence, so they have to turn the fence off, jumps the fence, dives into the water, strips, st- somehow manages to stuff his clothes to make um, with seaweed to make it look like he was still there and swims away. And Aquaman, you know, stops the shark from eating his clothes, but it's, you know, there's nobody actually in the clothes. <laughs> and that's, you know, fairly clever. Not, not too bad. And then um, getting hired because he's <laughs> rather nautical. Hmm. Rather nautical. Van is an idiot in this. I mean, he is, who's that bushy bucko at the wheel, Van? Jack's his name. I signed him on because he looks picturesque. What kind of idiot? <laughs> oh, well, obviously he's an idiot because he's um, not uh, paying his crew enough and making them want to mutiny. And... um. Yeah, well, <laughs> once again, Aquaman gets his news from, from a, a fishy friend who comes up and says, hey, there's there's men fighting. And obviously, these fish are pretty intelligent. What's this, my little friend? Men fighting aboard a yacht? One thrown into the water? I mean, what's what's the fish actually saying? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like talking to Lassie. Like, who fell down the well? All right, Lassie, come on. We'll go. Yeah, they, these fish can lay around. Show me where the yacht is. And, and uh when Aquaman and, and uh, Van arrive, catch up with Blackjack, they're actually throwing people into the sea to kill, you know, throwing, and it says, well, one more body into the sea. I mean, he's he's actually killing people and throwing them overboard. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's 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 still a goof, Blackjack, but he's, he's, well, I mean, he did try and kill that woman point blank range in the other one, but he failed there. <laughs> but here, he's got a little more of a menace to him. He still looks... He doesn't look at all imposing with his red and yellow striped shirt and his <laughs> red and yellow shirt and yeah. his head scarf and yeah, and his head scarf. He just does not look imposing. Um, and his his double beard. That's just ugh. yeah. I love uh, when the one henchman dives under the water to go after Aquaman, and Aquaman grabs the guy's head and smashes his jaw into. Uh, like the the uh, the pipe, a pipe, and he yeah. says, "Too bad, friend, but I don't want anyone to turn off the water just yet." And like that guy's teeth were probably all knocked out. Oh God, yep. yeah. I I find it interesting though. I mean, not to overthink this, but the notion that I, that like they call Blackjack a natural leader of men, and how the yes. weak willed can easily be led to resent those that have more money. Which is, you think about, the Great Depression was still going on. I mean, it was mostly gone by 1942, but it was still yeah. around in some place. And this idea that, that you could, somebody with just the gift of gab could um, turn a bunch of people uh, into 
evil people just by sort of into murderers know, really into i mean murderers? these are not not normal <laughs> and and yeah and he must really have a gift of gab i mean he has to because that that's the only way you could explain how he could uh convince the prison guards to come down and not you know throw him back in a cell before they turn off the fence or and convince the crew to go with him instead of you know to mutiny and it's just yeah i I don't understand how Blackjack can actually accomplish anything, but he he does. No, he does. He does. Now, he said the story leaves him stranded on the island, and I'm sure we will never see him again. I'm sure that's it. Uh-huh, yeah, sure. Yeah. You swinking, swilling swabs, I'll pay you for this. I'll get out of here yet. Roam the oceans again. Just wait. Yep. He's going to come back at some point, so, yeah. Swinking, uh, swilling swabs. Swinking swabs, yeah. Uh, love it. <laughs> Mor could really love the whole, all the nautical stuff. Really enjoy yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, so that is more fun, uh, number 80. So now we're going to move on to our, our final story, Champ of the Waves, from More Fun yeah. Comics, number 81. Uh, Aquaman actually gets mentioned on the cover this time, which was rare. He normally yes. didn't even get mentioned. He never appeared on a cover um, he never appeared on a, on a DC Comics cover until Brave and the Bold number 28 in 1959, which is scandalous. But he was barely, most of the time, not even mentioned on More Fun, but here at least they, they do mention it. So um, the story opens with a, a fish coming to find Aquaman, and he says, You seem agitated, little one. There must be trouble. Lead me to it. Which, of course, and uh, the, the fish does, it leads Aquaman, he finds this woman, a, a woman in a diving. Uh, Diving cap in a bathing suit underwater. Um, the young, she's unconscious. Aquaman rescues her and uh, brings her on the shore. And so the young woman, her name is Dottie, wakes up and assumes that it was her friend George who saved her. Aquaman gracefully doesn't give George away. Dottie then brags about George to another guy named Mr. Humber. Humber challenges George to race against him in the big swimming marathon that's taking place in a few days. Dottie's all for it, and George, his lie now ever expanding, goes along. Humber and Dottie depart, and Aquaman takes George aside and asks him what's going on. George reveals his feelings for Dottie and his shame that he can't swim a stroke. Aquaman generously offers to teach George how to swim. But it won't be that simple. We learn that the mob has money on this race and that they're betting on Humber. Thinking that George is a better swimmer than he lets on, the mob plans to get George out of the race. Aquaman then helps George learn how to swim, but they run out of time before the semifinals can take place. Aquaman then actually helps George... Cheat. cheat yes yes he does <laughs> um and george in the semifinals yeah george george ends up uh winning wins the semifinals aquaman tells him that the training must continue in earnest since he won't help george cheat again that night the mob tries to bribe george to throw the race but he refuses so they did the next logical thing they hit him over a head hit him on the head throw him in a trunk and dump him into the ocean Luckily, Aquaman's friendly friends are again on the case, and they rescue George, uh, or they help uh, lure Aquaman. Aquaman saves George, and together they hatch a plan. Aquaman thinks that if George doesn't show up until the last minute before the race, the mob will get sloppy and try to rub him out again. The mob, being predictable, does just that, by sending one of their gang into the water to shoot George from below. (laughs) (laughs) Aquaman... Aquaman rescues uh, George once again, defeats the mobster, throws him... uh, throws... uh, Throws the mobster onto the beach. Uh, George wins the race. Aquaman congratulates him. And Aquaman, Dottie is happy with George. He says, oh, George, I'm so thrilled that you won. Aquaman takes off. Why should I stick around any longer? Riggs doesn't need help in the present contest. Back to the free open waters again. What new adventure will come out of them for me? 
Aquaman's question is answered with a bang in the next issue of more fun comics. Brush up on your swimming is a swift splash of action. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. This one is about as different from the rest of them as they can be because this is like, you know, Aquaman human interest story. Yep. He's, he's helping the love life of a total stranger after the total stranger lies. Yeah. <laughs> And he even helps the, the total stranger cheat. I mean, that's, wow. <sighs> <laughs> Do you like this one? Yes and no. I mean, I, I find it difficult to reconcile a heroic story with him cheating. I mean, is it really that important that George win? Yeah, I know, right? I mean, like, if you know, does Dot, is Dottie that shallow, really? Is, is she really that shallow? And, and it just, yeah. I, I, like, I like the fish coming up. The fish, the the panel with the the trunk in the water, and bam, bam, as he's trying to get out from inside, and the fish going, "Whoa, what's that? I better go tell Aquaman." Kind of look on its face. It's just, it's 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 got its moments, and you know the art is is still just fantastic. There's a a lovely on page seven in the middle, where they're it's just their shadows, up against uh, rocks. So Aquaman's like, you know, there's this this whole big explanation of what's going on but the shadows are arresting enough to make you go oh i'm interested yeah, it's a fun it's a fun change of page change of look to do it that way yes and the whole story is just full of little bits like that and then of course the diver that's going to kill george how do you how do you shoot that kind of gun it looks like a fairly normal gun underwater for one thing and Another thing, how does he know which of the swimmers he's going to shoot? I mean, <sighs> they, they look kind of similar, yeah. Uh, I do like the inadvertently kind of funny pen. I mean, I, I never like to make these jokes because it's not fair. I mean, it's a different time. But on yeah. page, page four, where Aquaman says, those are Riggs' feet. I can tell by that clumsy kick. If I, <laughs> if I Once I get him trained, he'll be a champion. But now, so he grabs Riggs and helps move him fast through the ocean. And it really, in that middle panel, it really does look like yeah. Aquaman is pulling Riggs's bathing suit off. That's oh, <laughs> yes. what it looks like. <laughs> grabs him by his belt. <laughs> yeah, he grabs him by his belt. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I love the idea that the mob is involved in fixing oh, like a swimming just, race. Like that is, they are that, really got their fingers in every pie. <laughs> last page with the mob, mob guys going on the other swimmer going, ah, well, it's time for us to clean up on you. Yeah. You must be worn out, Humbert. Get in the car and have a ride. Have a ride. Yeah, yep. they're gonna they're gonna do, they're gonna do a whole uh, leave the gun, take the cannoli bit on on Humber There, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very silly story, but at the same time, it's it's I like Aquaman just having this persona as just the friend of everybody. It's this kind yes, of it's friend, kind of cute friend to everybody. He'll even help you with with your love life if yeah. it involves swimming. <laughs> it's, it's a very very fun story. So. And the reason we are uh, stopping with this issue, number 81, I mean, story-wise, there's nothing really significant about it. But this is Paul Norris's last Aquaman story. Uh, he, yep. would, he would not draw Aquaman again pretty much ever except for the one little drawing he did of Aquaman for the poster, the big Aquaman uh, – not the Aquaman, the, the big DC Universe poster that was uh, issued around the history of the DC Universe. That's where they brought him back to draw Aquaman. The one, That's the yeah. only time. Um, do, do you have ever 
I, I know that research for this stuff is, is hard. I've never been able to find it. Did you ever learn why Paul Norris left the strip at this? I mean, no idea. I mean, geez, he only did no basically seven, seven or eight stories and then he was done. And then Louis Kazanov took over who actually had a much longer run in Aquaman than Paul Norris ever did. Yeah. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, sadly, these, sto- most of the bulk of these stories have still, still 80 years later, Never been reprinted. The closest we've gotten was in that Aquaman, a celebration of 75 years book yeah. that came out that actually did reprint a couple of more fun stories. That's the only time outside of number 73 and number 101 that any of those have ever been reprinted. But most of these stories still remain unseen. It's it's kind of – I don't want to say it's unbelievable because a lot of this Golden Age stuff is – Probably not considered terribly marketable, but it, it's just yeah. – I don't know. <laughs> Some of it's very problematic. But yeah, it, it's very sad that we don't get much more of it. I mean I would love a Golden Age that just – Golden Age Aquaman archive that just reprints from the beginning up to as many as they can fit in because it's just – there's just fun, weird stories. And they were only seven pages each, so you could probably yeah. get – Almost all of the entire more fun run, which was from like 73 through around 105, 107, 107, 107 in, in one book because they're all so short. Yeah. And, and there's some really good historical, especially if you could find some way to put them into historical context, context, there's some really interesting bits in some of them with, with the, the war going on and why, why are they doing this? Because there's a war going on. They find some very interesting stuff. The very first one I ever read was actually more fun, 96, I think, that, that was set in the wartime and talked about China being an ally of the United States. And it was very interesting as, you know, <laughs> reading reading a Golden Age story of Aquaman and having the war so there. It's a new thing. It was a new experience. I, I After reading all the Silver Age, you, you kind of don't even connect him with the real world sometimes. But... The Golden Age Aquaman was definitely right there in the thick of things. Yeah, yeah, he was helping out the Navy. He was doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's it's when I had a chance to go back and reread all these uh, and and review them for the Shrine, and I was doing them like a one one issue per week. Yes. It was they were it was really eye opening to see these stories. You know, to like just to see the context for them and how much like fun this character was. I mean, of course, the the Silver yes. Age version is a grump. Uh, he's sort of miserable all the time, and I like that. And I, but like, it's sort of funny that when you think about the Brave and the Bold version, the animated version, he's actually closer to the Golden, the golden age, age. You know, yes. I mean, he's got all Very the trappings much. of the Silver Age character. He's got Mira and all those. Uh, he's got the same. But I mean, in terms of that kind of just, let's have an adventure. It's it's really let's have kind of happiness. Part. Let's let's find what what do we see yonder? Yes, let's yeah. go on. Yeah. yeah, very much, very much. It's the he's fun. He's yeah. he's just a lot of enjoyment he, he has a good time doing what he's doing i love my powers i love talking to my finny friends this is just a blast it's just uh, yeah it's cool stuff yeah and i i do love that i i really do love that about this this the golden age aquaman is is really awesome yeah they're really cool stuff so so yeah as i mentioned we're gonna have some scans for these each of these stories on the website fireandwaterpodcast.com because like i said otherwise they're really not available so you can at least see some of the pages there um, so we're going to say we're going to wrap it up here. Stop at number eighty-one. It's the, it's the end of an era for this particular version of Aquaman, and that his his co-creator, although in DC's mind he's the sole creator, I guess, uh, is is moving off the book, and we're going to have replaced by a different artist. But before we wrap up, um, I want to take this opportunity to ask you, Laura, because this is something you and I haven't had really a chance to talk about much. Like, 
What do you think about the movie? There's an Aquaman movie uh, coming out in a Aquaman couple of months. Movie. Would you, yes. you imagine you would ever see such a thing in your lifetime? No, I uh, I genuinely did not expect it to happen. When when the uh, CW announced the Aquaman television show, I was all, yeah, I don't think it's actually going to happen. And I was right. Right, yeah. Sadly. It, I mean, we got the pilot. But they, and when they announced the movie, I'm like, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. I mean, they, they're just never going to make it. And so the idea that it's actually coming, wow. As for the movie itself and the casting and all, I got to tell you, I really like Elseworlds. And I really like the concept of alternate universes and alternate versions. And I'm going to have to think of this as an alternate universe Aquaman because <laughs> okay. it doesn't fit into my concept of regular Aquaman very much. I, I, I like Jason Momoa, don't get me wrong. And I think it's going to be a very interesting movie, but it's definitely going to be a different Aquaman that, than what I ever would have imagined, that I ever would have wanted. And I, I'm going to enjoy it, but yeah. <laughs> When I when I went out to get Aquaman sketches, they would ask me what what do you like, and I anything, right? What what is your interpretation of Aquaman? Because I like seeing different versions, and so even though it's definitely not going to be the classic Silver Age stuff that that really got me addicted to Aquaman, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be strange. It's going to be beautiful. What I've seen so far with the previews, I'm. I'm right there. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going into it. I'm trying to go into it with an open mind of like setting aside. Yeah, this is not my Aquaman. <laughs> it's, or... it's an alternate universe. You can, you can have infinite alternate universes. And I mean, there are times I just really hate an interpretation of something. Okay, fine. That's an alternate universe that I didn't like. It's, it's an Elseworld that didn't work for me. It's okay. I, I accept it. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, this is this is a topic I hope to get to uh, devote a show to before the movie comes out is like, I love Aquaman, but but I mean, what is that? What is Aquaman? Is Aquaman? I mean, we just exactly spent, we just spent the past hour talking about a completely different version than the one you and I kind of grew up on, which is like the Super right. Friends Silver Age version. But it's still Aquaman. And the one that's running around in the comics now is not really our Aquaman either because they've shaken no, the ed- they've he's different. Yeah. <laughs> they've shaken the etch a sketch and started over. So Well and the, you know, the Peter Peter David version was not the Silver Age right, version. The, right. It's it's always going to be reinvented. Forever and ever. And so accept it. And if it's good, love it. And if it's not, okay, well move on. It's not the same one. <laughs> that's that's how I feel. And I I love the concept of Aquaman, the King of the Seven Seas, uh, able to, to breathe underwater. I mean, there's so much underwater we don't understand. It would be so nice to go down and be able to just explore without having heavy-duty equipment and wondering if you're going to die from pressure and bends. You know, that's Aquaman to me, is the freedom, like the freedom of the seas, the, the ability to go, the ability to be there. Yeah, I think I just saw a news story about that that scientists have discovered three new species of fish that they never knew existed. Right, at the deep bottom in of the one sea. of the trenches. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, yeah. wow. <laughs> so, And that's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. And yeah, there's, there's parts of the land we haven't seen, but there's so much more ocean. And we've barely touched the surface, to, to coin a phrase. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just love the concept. I love the ability to the, – the, the open ability of it. I mean it's the whole ocean. You just go from shoreline to shoreline and you can see the differences and just there's so much possibility there. So, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie. I will, I will definitely be seeing it in the theater. 
Yeah. I, I don't I don't do that very often, but I'll I'll go to the theater for this one. Yeah, it's an Aquaman movie. How can you yeah, how can you turn that down? Yeah, it's it's, it's an amazing turn of events that there will be such a thing. So uh yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to talking to you talking with you about it when it comes out. That's gonna be Okay. It's just amazing that there's gonna be and I you know, there's gonna be re- box office reports, Aquaman movie. Oh well, toys, 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 gear, yeah. magazines. Oh, Amazing. Oh, I'm never going to keep up with it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I can't, I can't do it. It's all too much now. So, well, anyway, Laura, thank you so much for coming back. I didn't mean for it to be two years between two years. episodes because, I mean, this was fun. I love talking about these old stories. And like I said, you are Aquaman fan numero uno in my mind. And like I've said thank on you. the show, the shrine would not have existed without your efforts and stuff like that. And you've always been uh, a great Aquaman uh, pal to me in terms of trading things back and forth and finding out information. So I'm really happy I was able to, to have you back on the show before the movie comes out and talk about these, these classic adventures because these are just so much fun. So thank you once again. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you, of course, back episodes of the show can be found on our website, fireandwaterpodcast.com. And as I mentioned, we're going to have some images from all of these stories so you can take it out and check them out. Enjoy the beautiful Paul Norris artwork, the original co-creator of Aquaman. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. And until next week, fan the flame and ride the wave. Aquaman and Firestorm fighting crime together. Soak them down or burn them up. No one does it better. Whenever you find trouble, they'll always be there to catch them in a bubble or even torch their hair. They stand for truth and justice and see a land in air. Aquaman and Firestorm, they make a super pair. Aquaman and Firestorm, super friends forever. Yeah. Then we don't have much time. Camo's headed out to sea, straight for the Bialian nuclear test site. Forget Camo, old chum. The Navy can handle him. He's right. The only way to halt this process is for me to go into your body and destroy the organisms myself. Sounds like an adventure. Think you might need a strong swimmer along?